0: hi i'm Lyndon phillips from prime real estate phuket you're listening to the phuket property podcast each episode i'll be talking to property developers and property resellers around thailand and asking questions that you the buyer and investor want to know the answers to hello we're here today with stuart Redding. he's the senior vice president of Banyantri Group Property, and uh, we're in his office, which is very nice indeed, quite close to the west coast here. Hello, Stuart, how are you?
1: Very well, thanks, Lyndon.
0: Excellent. Uh, You know, with with everything that's going on, it's uh, it's a big time for you guys, right, at uh, at Laguna?
1: Yes, I mean, it's obviously a struggle um, for everybody across the island in Phuket at the moment, um, whether it's uh, hotel or real estate, and... um, you know, that's largely as a result of the borders being closed, and Phuket is ultimately reliant on international tourists um, to uh, support its economy. And with the borders being closed, it's it's made it very tough in the past twelve months. And the domestic tourism um, demand and, and and size isn't enough to you know to to replace the international tourism. Um, levels, so, uh, but some recent positive news is they look as though uh, there are genuine attempts to open up the borders now in Phuket, with uh, the government recently announcing that Phuket from the 1st of July, subject to 70% of the Phuket uh, population being vaccinated, then people, um, international travellers, will be allowed to come into Phuket and not have to do a quarantine provided they've had a vaccination and they've got a vaccination certificate.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great news. So, it, it's, uh, so, you know, every cloud has a silver lining, so to speak, and let's hope ours is floating, uh, floating by quite soon. So, uh, Stuart, I know personally that you've been on the island for many, many years. Can I ask what brought you to Phuket in the first place? And maybe you can give us a bit of background about yourself and, and Laguna Phuket and Laguna property.
1: Sure. Um, Well, my background is I've got a finance background. So I'm a chartered accountant um, from Australia. I was with uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers, or PwC, one of the biggest um, um, uh, biggest professional services firms. I moved to Papua New Guinea for about 10 years, came back and I didn't want to stay in Australia. I I wanted to sort of, you know, I like learning about different cultures and so forth. And um, I wanted to uh, come to Asia. So um, I decided to get out of the profession um, and I thought, what industry do I want to be in um, which would be a good fit? And hospitality had that sort of feel good thing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I then chose the hospitality industry and an opportunity presented itself to, uh, to get a position with Banyan Tree Group um, in a finance position initially. And so I came here 19 years ago in 2002. Um, and uh, been here ever since raised my family here um, I've been uh, I was started out as a CFO then I moved into the property side about um, eight years ago <clears throat> and so I've been heading up Banning trees um, uh, real estate business unit uh, since 2014.
0: Right okay so that's a fair old cha- fair yeah. old time right yeah. the the family they've presumably they've all grown up and flown the nest and everything else and are you empty nesters now, so to speak? Um,
1: almost. Uh, still got one that's on the books, um, <laughs> putting them through school. Um, but uh, they've got you need two- to audit them. That's what you need to do.
0: See how yeah. they're getting on.
1: <laughs> so they've got two more years of school to go. Um, but uh, recently, we're just the youngest one. We're uh, finishing off school in Australia uh, because what we saw with the the other two older uh, kids was um, the transition is a lot easier if they do the last few years of school in Australia rather than just going straight from Phuket um, into the big wide world and it's a lot uh, more difficult that transition so yeah yeah so almost off the books
0: okay fantastic jolly good so uh with your normal life outside of work um let's let's say go back five years or whatever what how how was your life then what did you what did you do outside of work as a as a a
1: family man um what filled your time well, the kids with school obviously took took thing, took time up. Uh, the, you know, they've got very active um, uh, extracurricular activities at the school. So on the weekends would typically be a lot of sports, um, school sports on, on the weekends competing against other schools. Um, and then I guess as a, on an individual personal level, I used to play a lot of sports myself. I played cricket. I was heavily involved in the cricketing community here in Phuket for a number of years. I'm a bit... Um, Bit past the post now, so I've had to retire from uh, cricket. Now uh, uh, I can't keep up the pace with the the younger, the younger people. Um, golf is also another one. Obviously in Laguna Phuket, we've got a you know, great golf course here, mm-hmm. uh, right on our doorstep. Uh, so that's that's also very enjoyable. Uh, going to the beach and um, is great. And then I guess what we've seen over the last five years is really the emergence of some great amenity and facility. Um, in the direct vicinity of, of Laguna Phuket. So you've had the likes of Boat Avenue and more recently the Central De Porto mm. Phuket with you know, uh, lots of new restaurants, uh, good for dining options, um, entertainment. And again, pre-COVID, there was always regular entertainment, Friday night um, live music and and hawker stalls up at Boat Avenue. We also did stuff here in Laguna Phuket mm. on a Thursday night. So there's lots of things to keep you, I guess, you know busy yeah yeah on a,
0: on, a, on a normal working week or weekend it's uh it's this part of the west coast is is always quite active that's for certain um now stuart you you wear you wear two hats really is that is that fair to say you're you're uh, the laguna property guy but you also have a, a big history in laguna resorts and hotels itself uh, let's let's not dive into the the resort side too much today, because that could take up another five episodes, I guess. But uh, tell us a bit about Laguna property and the history of the property market. What changes have you seen over the last say ten years with Laguna property itself?
1: Yeah, well, I guess just on just to maybe to start out with on Laguna Phuket as a whole, it's been established for more than thirty years. So, and and initially it started with the hotels. Um, so there's, uh, you know, there's several sort of deluxe hotels um, and it's a completely integrated resort uh, where everything is uh, you know, pretty much self-contained here. Um, the property development side, that really didn't kick off when I first arrived in, in Phuket in 2002. Um, we had some history of property development in the 1990s with the Alamander condominiums, the Sheraton Island Villas, which Sheraton's now being rebranded to Angsana, And we'd sold some home uh, plots in Laguna Homes, but that was about it. It was pretty ad hoc yeah. and not really planned. Um, and then during the 2000s, I guess, when the tourism boom really started to occur in Phuket um, and you got a lot of repeat visitors, particularly the Russians and, 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 and Europeans, Western Europeans, um, and prior to, I guess, the, the, the global financial crisis in 2008, uh, a lot of these people would buy you know, very large... Um, second holiday homes. And back in those days, we were selling, you know, uh, property at an average price of a million dollars US. That was the sort of the average ticket price. Um, and these were the large villas and everything you'd see in the likes of Laguna Village and around the golf course.
0: So pretty high-end stuff.
1: Yeah. And I think, so I guess it's uh, the reason why I gave that background is because the, the market dynamics have changed significantly since then. So, you've had the emergence of the middle class in Asia, I mean, in the likes of China and so forth. And um, these places are very close proximity to to Phuket. And so with, I guess, also the scarcity of land and the price of land going up, we've seen the dynamic change so that there's been a lot more condominiums and sort of higher density developments Mm -hmm. take place uh, with a much lower ticket price. uh, the, the sub 10 million bar bracket is the most active segment, and there has been. And this is largely as a result of, I guess, uh, you know, the emerging middle class and the likes of Asia from China in particular. <clears throat> and um, also just the, I guess, the emerging trend as well, which we've seen is a lot of the, the brands are starting to move in. So not only on the hotel side, but also from the property side. So you, you're seeing the emergence of a lot of new brands. Coming into so people that are buying, a, um, you know, a tend to be, whilst they're always lifestyle focused, um, lower ticket price, but also have an investment focus as well. So the lifestyle aspect would be typically if they buy in a, a, a brand which is managed as, you know, under a hotel um, yeah. hospitality uh, brand, they can get some owner's usage for their lifestyle component, but they get a rental return as well. Um, And I guess also, you know, we've seen a shift in the demographic of the people. So in the last 10 years, that shift is 70% of our buyers would now be from Asia, 25% from Europe and 5% from the rest of the world. How's that shifted in the the end Well, it's the inverse of what it used to be, right? Okay, so so it was
0: mainly Europeans beforehand.
1: Yeah. And I think the other interesting thing is also, even in terms of the age demographic, so with these lower priced um, properties, um, you know, you're seeing a, um, a lot more people um, under 50 buying property, whereas in the past it would have been people sort of that were very well established and over 50 years of age who are buying these sort of luxury uh, you know, high-end properties. Mm-hmm. But the age demographic has, has changed now. So with some of our more recent projects, we've definitely seen as a high proportion of people under 50 buying um, you know, the likes of some of our properties like the, in the entry-level segment like Sky Park.
0: Right. Okay. Now I know that um, Laguna probably caters for all tastes and all, and, all, and all kinds of people. But what what value adds do you have as a as a property owner here? If someone is buying anything from a uh, an apartment in um, wherever to uh, a banyan tree villa, what what sort of value adds do they have? Because I I know you offer a, a very good package.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess. I guess as a preface to that, one thing that we do in Laguna property is we try and cater for everyone. Okay, so we, we have product at all price segments. Okay, um, so our ambition is to continue to have a comprehensive portfolio, right? So that it covers all budgets and all types of products as well. So, um, maybe as a bit of background to that. so. You know, we've got over two thousand owners here in Laguna Phuket, many are repeat buyers. Um, we've sold to people in over seventy plus countries, you know, three hundred and fifty plus cities, and as I said, the, the main market mix now is seventy percent Asia, twenty-five percent Europe. Uh, but uh, with the age demographic and the aspirational as well as affluent buyers, um, that's those are all sort of key. And then Something then we try and add value to in terms of all of those property buyers. Um, number one is deferred payment plans, which is very important because, again, most of our buyers are foreign buyers and it's very difficult, uh, if not impossible, to access bank financing mm. uh, as a foreign buyer here in Thailand. So we're one of the few developers with our size and scale where we can sort of step in a little bit and like, and Act as the bank where we can offer a deferred payment plan up to five years at very competitive interest rates. So I think that's a significant uh, value add, which uh, a lot of other developers struggle to probably provide. The second thing is, um, I guess, on the hospitality side of things, and we've got a presence globally, although, you know, and that presence has grown from Asia, you know, through to the Americas, the Asia Pacific, the Indian Ocean and, 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 and Europe. Um, We, unlike most hospitality brands who have a loyalty program for the hotel, frequent hotel guests, we have a program called the Sanctuary Club, which is for all of our property owners. So what that essentially entitles people to is worldwide privileges and discounts through all of our service offerings um, throughout the Banyan Tree Group. So if I own a property here in Laguna Phuket, through my Sanctuary Club membership, um, I can go and uh, stay in Banyan tree or Angsana Maldives, so I can get a discount on the room rate, so I can get a discount on the food and beverage, I will get a discount on spa, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think that's a significant value add. Um, with the hotel managed products, so we offer two types, private residences as well as hotel managed with those. As I mentioned, um, typically you get free owners usage during you know, mm-hmm. for the 30, 30 to 60 days per year. and with uh, that free owner's usage, you can actually utilize some of that to access um, other destinations within the, the portfolio through what we call our exchange program. So that's also very interesting for some people. Um, I mentioned earlier, I think we have, we've got an award-winning golf course here uh, within Laguna Phuket. So on uh, many of the properties, you get a golf membership as well. Um, so it's for you know if you were to buy a golf membership, um, that would be very very expensive. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that's another benefit. Also on our um, existing owners, if they're repeat buyers, we provide a discount um, automatically when they're a repeat buyer. As well as whenever we launch a new project, we we always provide our existing owners with a pre-launch offers so they've got first choice. Oh, okay, of that's the a good piece. idea. Yeah. And then for, um, from time to time, we we have a lot of incentives in place. So, uh, for example, uh, the incentives we've had running this quarter have been with any property purchase, uh, as a free stay in the Maldives, one of our properties in the Maldives, and also um, Laguna, what we call Laguna vouchers. So, ranging from one hundred thousand baht to five hundred thousand baht in value, which will entitle you to uh, you know you can redeem those for free accommodation as well as you know spend in the uh the B outlets or on the golf course and the spa etc and right. the tours yeah
0: okay um so we're looking for, looking into the future now stuart hopefully uh, sooner rather than later when uh, when the borders open up we're going to have a lot more foreigners coming onto the uh onto the island for tourism or what have you how how easy is it for these tourists to own a property? Because most of most of the property here is a leasehold. Is that correct? How easy is it?
1: Yeah, as I said earlier, 90% of our buyers would be foreign buyers, about 10% are domestic buyers. Uh, we've got a mixture of leasehold and freehold ownership, so it really comes down to the types of properties. So condominiums are uh, typically freehold, but... There's a a quota in terms of the the percentage of foreigners in terms of the sellable area that can own, which is up to 49%. Um, Foreigners are not permitted to own land, obviously in Thailand. So that's a leasehold basis, but you can own the building structure upon which uh, sits upon the land. Uh, Laguna, we provide renewable leases. um, So we we, we register the leases for the maximum term permitted. But if that maximum term we provide in our sale and purchase contracts, if that maximum term should increase, so presently it's 30 years, Mm -hmm. if the government says it's going to increase to 99 years, uh, there's a proviso in our contracts, we would automatically register for that maximum period. Um, And the leasehold rights in Thailand, as opposed to maybe other destinations in Asia, are actually secure because they're registered with the government. Some other destinations in Asia, it's just a contractual. Um, yeah. obligation between the, the, the lessee and the lessor. Whereas in Thailand, the leasehold rights are actually registered with a with a government authority. Further in our contracts, uh, we provide that should the Thai law change, um, whereby foreigners may be permitted to own the freehold. So, for example, all of our landed villas, uh, there's an underlying freehold title for the land. But as I said, foreigners cannot own that land. But we've got provisions within our contracts that, should the law change and it would allow a foreigner to own the land, then they can convert their leasehold right to the freehold right. So
0: it's pretty buyer friendly.
1: Yeah. Yes. And and I think the other thing that you know people uh, maybe get a lot of anxiety about is you know the the, the leasehold ownership structure. But I, I take comfort in the fact that it's all registered through the you know, the the government, uh, so your rights are secure. And also the the cost of transaction and and reselling is also uh, much less um, onerous and and the transfer fees and taxes are much lower on a leasehold than they would be on a freehold.
0: One final question I'd like to ask you is, why should someone buy a property in Laguna? Probably very easy for you to answer that yeah. one, actually. <laughs>
1: um, well, I mean, I bought a property in Laguna, so I'm, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I purchased my first property in um, in 2004, mm-hmm. two years after I came here. So, and I've owned property um, ever since in, in Laguna. I've owned several properties. So, um, you know, I've got the confidence to do it. Um, we're de- you're dealing with a public company uh, mm-hmm. to start with, so I think that's, uh, that's very important. Um, We've got credibility of being around for 30 years. We've got a track record as a developer. We're in a great location. We're 20 minutes from the airport. We're on undoubtedly one of the nicest bays in in in, in Phuket, Bangtao Bay. Uh, a lot of our buyers also, we did a recent survey of our buyers and our prospective buyers a database of what are the key things you know they're looking for. One of the things that came out is a safe and secure environment. So I think uh, most people would acknowledge with all of our gated estates, uh, you know, we've got security 24 hours. It's a it's a, it's like its own little oasis here in Laguna. Um, it's very safe to walk around. You see lots of people, you know, in the evenings, uh, you know, jogging around all the sort of the open space and, and so forth. Uh, we've got world-class amenities within Laguna itself. We've got the golf course, the spa, the, the beach, and, uh, you know, lots of open space. Um, and also the amenities on our doorstep, literally just out the front as well. Yeah. Um, the inter-resorts of uh, Shuttle, Service, so you know you can hop on a, on a shuttle bus and or a, or a ferry and get around the resort quite easily. Um, the vast open spaces. I mean, lots of people have mentioned, I guess, probably more recent times. You know where we've done some higher density sort of condo developments, but if you look at Laguna Phuket, 35% of the area is still open it's space. A, it's still so green. It's all very green and yeah, lovely lagoons. I think the ownership rights. So you know, you're dealing with a public company. So secure property ownership. Uh, we've got a number of brands, uh, award-winning brands: the Banyan Tree, um, Anksana, Cassia, Dawa, and so forth. We've got a great portfolio of products. Um, so again, there's something for everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, the financing, which is uh, you know the deferred payment yeah, that's option, that's certainly going to help people yeah. with
0: with what people have gone through recently.
1: And um, and we've got an after-sales team as well. So not just with ownership of the property, it doesn't end there, but it sort of it carries on after so we can manage your property, um, whether it's a private residence or a hotel residence. So we right. provide a full uh, range of services, um, property management services, such as rentals, um, um, estate management, common area management, individual property management, pool cleaning, landscaping, gardening, pest control, etc. Mm-hmm. And that uh, after sale service team is also multilingual. So again, we recognize the need. We've got to cater to the diverse range of buyers. So we've got um, on our sales as well as our after sales teams, you know, a full range of, sort of language capabilities, be it English, Thai, uh, Russian, Chinese and so forth, um, which is also always very yeah. useful for people when uh, you know English is not their native tongue, they yeah. can converse with somebody in their own language. And a diverse range of owners as well. As I said, we've got owners from more than 70 countries and 350 cities around the world. So it's a really sort of diverse community. And yeah. uh, so I think, yeah. Like I, a
0: seaside equivalent to the UN.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so there's some, yeah, I think all of those things sort of add up to make living in Laguna Phuket, you know, a really positive experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Well, I know that just on, on this podcast, we've, we have just scratched the surface of Laguna Phuket. Hopefully... You'll have us back again to discuss actual uh, developments and projects. That would be great.
1: Sure. And, yeah, that's probably quite timely. So whilst we've got you know, a number of developments uh, currently on sale, once the COVID situation stabilises, we've we uh, we've actually got uh, about five new projects that we'd be looking to roll out. Um, some really exciting ones, actually. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to uh, discuss those uh later when we get closer to launching those projects.
0: We look forward to seeing you again, Stuart, and discussing those in the future. Thank you very much indeed for your time today. Much appreciated and good to see you again.
1: Thanks very much, Lyndon. The Phuket Property Podcast is brought
0: to you by Prime Real Estate Phuket. If you're looking for property to buy or rent,
1: or looking to sell or rent your property, then contact prime real estate at phuketprime.com. Phuket Podcast is hosted by Lyndon Phillips and produced by Shark Productions.